The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello and welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell and this is episode 100. Thank you so much to all of you who listen in regularly. Thank you so much for your support and a big thank you as well to all of our guests who make this show such a valuable resource to those of us who live and breathe online marketing. In this episode, I thought it would be nice to have a highlight show. There were so many incredible nuggets of wisdom shared during our first 100 episodes that it's taken me a while to compile all my favorite bits. So here's my current favorites and I'll be adding more soon. So check back again soon for new updated versions of this show. In the meantime, enjoy. A single phenomenal front-end marketing funnel could revolutionize your business. When you have one that allows you to generate new customers at break even, meaning you spend a thousand bucks and you get a thousand dollars worth of new customers in your business, sky's the limit. You've just reached the promised land because at that point, it's no longer about marketing. It becomes a scale issue. That's really like acquiring customers for free. There is no expense. If you invest a thousand and get a thousand dollars back, plus you get new customers on that front end transaction, that's not an expense. That's an investment and you should be willing to do that all day. There's three core ways to trigger profits through a webinar in your business. So the first profit activity you really want to focus on is focusing on getting attendance, not registrations. Number two is how can you compel and motivate people with your content, with your message and with your offer? Number three, I do a four part follow up. I do a follow up to the people that didn't attend my webinar. I did a follow up to the people who didn't buy anything from my webinar. I do a follow up to the people that didn't stay to the end of my webinar. And then finally, the follow up we do is people that bought. Can I, with this task, automate it, delegate it, or discard it altogether? It's making sure you're delivering on the first thing they buy. Because if not, I don't care how good your sales process is, you're not going to sell them again. You always want to build your business from where you want to be rather than from where you are now. The seven stages in this perfect customer life cycle is, one, we want to attract the traffic. Two, we want to capture then the leads in our business, whether it's with web forms on our website or phone calls and have a system in place or, or something when they come into our business. We want to nurture those prospects in the third stage. Whether you're ready to buy today or two years from now, there's some kind of a system in place that keeps my business front of mind. Then there's the convert sales point which is important. <laughs> At some point, we want to generate dollars from this group. These next three stages are the ones that, that are really critical that most businesses leave out. It's the deliver and wow, the upsell customers. There's huge opportunity there that most businesses forget about upselling and cross-selling. Then the final stage, number seven, is focusing on getting referrals. One of the things that every business owner needs to know is what is the average lifetime value of a customer. 
everybody should know that. I know exactly to the penny. If I get a new client in one of my programs, I know based on the average, it's worth $1,842. Okay. So what that tells me, once you know that number, if somebody comes in my program, I know that I can spend $1,841 to get them and I'll still make a dollar. Now, trust me, I want to make more than a dollar. But, but my point is, if you know that number, then suddenly saying, I'm going to spend $12 a year to keep that customer and keep that customer engaged and have them buying more, it seems like a complete no-brainer. I believe that these five traffic methods are everything you need, and this would get you millions of visitors. It is Google. So with, with Google, you've got SEO, you've got AdWords, you've got banner ads, you've got retargeting. So there's the Google network, and then there's Facebook PPC, and then there's banner ads, email ads, and CPV ads. With the banner ads, retargeting is banner ads, essentially. So I couple that with, with banner ads. With all five of those methods, you can get, an, I, I would say, an unlimited traffic. It's getting inside their heads and understanding things from their perspective and then presenting what you've got to present to them from that perspective. You need to use intimacy because so many people don't feel connected. The intimacy factor is when you are writing to one person, even if a million some people end up reading that writing, they'll feel like you wrote it to each one of them. The best type of content is to solve problems that your typical audience are having. They'll really relate and resonate with that, and you're being helpful and valuable. First, in marketing, it's very hard to even sell people what they actually really want. When you're trying to sell people stuff that they're not starving for, it's just horrendously hard. Everybody gets it wrong when they tell me, your father could have sold ice to Eskimos. When they tell me that, you're not paying attention. We would sell heaters to Eskimos because yeah. it's an easier sale. I would advise everyone, literally everyone, to do webinars, even if you never, ever, ever make a single sale from someone who comes to your webinar. And even if nobody ever attends your webinars, you should still do them for the simple fact that webinars build your list like nothing else. I've coached and trained a lot of copywriters, freelancers and, and in-house people, marketers. Is There's this big misconception that it's all about words. I think you have to be good with people. Copywriting is all about selling. Somebody once said to me, it's not about whether you can spell, it's about whether you can sell. And I think that's a great little mantra for, for copywriters. You also have to know your personality type. Are you risk averse or are you a risk taker? And I think anytime you go into business for yourself, you have to be a little bit of a risk taker. The first one about your personal branding is your makeup. There are things like your label and your image. Then we move on to number two, which is the second M. It's called your message. And your message is really important because your message is what people bond to in the marketplace. The third M in personal branding is called your method. And your method is essentially your blueprint. It's a system or a formula that helps you achieve a certain result. It's kind of your recipe. The fourth out of five here is called moments. And 
your moments in your life are an important part of your brand. In other words, these are your stories. And the last uh, of the five M's is called metaphors. And this is the, the part of your personal brand where you use imagery, where you surround yourself with representations or images that already carry a lot of strong emotion. The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. 